Welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Bankole Mokwede. And today we're going to talk about The Wire, Breaking Bad, The Shield, um, the new Sir Alex Ferguson documentary on Amazon Prime, and also how, why, how and why a certain person never finishes the show she watches. It's a podcast about, I don't know, fake teams and managers that bribe referees and, and, stuff, <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, you started, you started. I have some shit, man. Started, man. Maybe two minutes. Um, of course, I'm joined today by Liam Eggs from the First Touch 90 podcast and Christopher Onobogu from the Bias Football podcast. How are you guys? I'm good, I'm good. Excited. Been waiting yeah, to man. join this for a minute now. Yeah, man. No good. I'm glad to be here, you know, to push back on some of the false narrative that you've already started feeding to your listeners. So uh, I mean I mean it's my podcast, I'll just edit it out. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this episode we're gonna talk about the new Sir Alex Ferguson documentary on Amazon Prime titled Alex Ferguson Never Give In. Yeah, but before we get there, before we get there, um, how are you guys doing? What is a film and TV podcast? What have you been watching? What have you been into recently? More, I'm more anticipating what's coming out. So okay, what are you anticipating? I, I'm waiting for. Obviously, uh, this podcast brought me onto Ozark, of course. Um, so I binge that like crazy. I'm at. I can't wait for that. Um, this podcast also put me onto Snowfall. Wow. So shout out Pop I, was, I, was, I was I wasn't gonna say anything, but I like that you're you're yeah, bringing no, I'm gonna give you your flowers. You put me on. You put me on. You put me on. So it's more about anticipating. Um, mm. Of recent, obviously, I know a few episodes of the Loki has come out. So yeah, we'll dive into that in a minute. But yeah, Chris, what you what you been watching? Yeah, man. Um, I've been truthfully, I haven't started anything new recently. Um. Stuff I've watched. I actually, I recently watched uh, this movie, um, Molly's Game. Finally got around to that. Like three years, <laughs> three, three or four years too late. Wow. So I finally watched it. Yeah, it was it was um pretty good. Um, so um, cause I'm I'm very bad in movies, but I'm pretty good with TV. Mm-hmm. So I watched that. Uh, I just started a million, uh, little things. That's like a series. I heard some good things. So I'm into the first season now. It's pretty good. So those are probably like yeah, that's probably the main show I'm watching right did now. Did you did you finish Molly's game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, because I, I I just wanted to make sure if it was a genetic thing that doesn't allow people to finish stuff in your family. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> please, please, let's just no, 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 no. Let's just stop there. Like I didn't want that to fester. My sister, like, you know, I'm sorry to call her out. I'm sure that if she hears this, she's going to lose her head. But she's the worst. I actually finished things. My sister has been watching The Wire for about five, six years now. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so trust me. To give more context, uh, Liam. So, um, Christopher's sister, Victoria, who's actually going to be on a podcast in a few weeks. Um, she's watching maybe like five or six different shows right now where she's finished like the ninth episode and just hasn't watched the last episode. Why? And I don't know how her brain That's just her way, man. Trust me. Like, you guys should help me shame her because I'd be trying. Well, I'm not trying like, to shame her because she's going to listen to no, me. No, shame, 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 me. shame her. But, shame and obviously, her. Victoria, you know I love you. But it's like, <laughs> it's not the problem is that it's not intentional. So she'll be like, I'll be like, oh, Victoria, have you watched this show? She'll be like, yeah. 
then she'll go back and be like, oh, I only got to episode eight or episode no, no, nine. No, 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 no. That's intentional. The fact that she's consistently <laughs> at the last episode and hasn't watched it. That's intentional. I don't know what suspense she wants. She just wants to have a week of just going through crazy last episode. I don't know. But she forgets. She yeah. forgets. No, oh. no, 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 no. No, she, it, it can't be that because trust me, like, I'll be messaging her like, oh, have you watched this show? She'll say, yeah, like, I started. What happened? I didn't finish. Or she'll say that, you know, that she does switch something else and, like, she's going to be back. Then after two years, she still hasn't been back. Wow. So, yeah, you, 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 you know got to she, she might. She, she might be one of the persons that um, she just, you know, like how certain last episodes can either leave you on a high or leave you on a yeah. low, like, like Game of Thrones, for example. She might, <laughs> <laughs> random shot, she might want to feel a way where it's like she doesn't want to get disappointed. That's so fair. maybe so subconsciously, she's like trying to, she's gonna, she's gonna um, have to tell us where she comes on. I so I don't know, Victoria. Look, Liam is giving you some strong defense here. It's like it's a subconscious thing, it's deep and personal. I just think you forget, man. Uh, but, but, but you know I love you, Victoria. Um, but okay, actually, speaking of... Um, Christopher, do you watch Snowfall? Uh, nah, but it's on my list. You should I've, get to it. I, I, yeah, I've heard a lot of good yeah, things. I, just, just, I have quite a long list, man. Get onto that ASAP. Get onto that ASAP. I mean, yeah. Because uh, it finally got on iPlayer, and I finally found the time recently. So, Oh, yeah. yeah, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't finished it, but I've... I've Go and find the season, and I know, I know, Liam. I know you finished it, but because <laughs> wait, uh, do we give like uh, our recommendations on this podcast? Or yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we can do yeah. that at the end, or we can do that now. Let's do it now before going to the Friday okay, documentary. Yeah, no problem. Drop your drop recommendations if you want. Yeah, I would recommend everyone watch The Shield if you haven't seen oh, it. Oh, very Yeah, no. Tr- see, that's a DSTV <laughs> deep cut right there. <laughs> no, wait, the Shield. Yeah, The Shield. Like, trust me. First of all, like what I can say with confidence, it has the worst character in the history of TV. Like he's right up there with the Joffreys. That's with, it. Oh no. No, tr- no, like I'm not even exaggerating. Like I can tell you that for a fact, he's top three, top five. No like, worst as, like, as an evil, as in you hate him. Yeah. No worst as a stupid. He's just, yes, evil, like oh, okay. disgusting, racist. Like just think of every bad thing that a character <laughs> could be, and that is him. I, like I don't want to spoil it more. Like it's it's way more than that. Like it's about like a corrupt uh, police precinct and like you know how much I hated Joffrey. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's basically about that. And the cops are living like the gray area. Like that's the premise of the show and like all the po- but so it's kind of like the wire. But like as opposed to focusing on like broad themes that you know that link everything it's about like a few characters and then it shows how like their actions and stuff so it's like yeah it's, it's a very good show i would recommend you watch it i binged it in like a month or so but um yeah trust me i'm not gonna you know give like i don't want to even call his name so when people watch that <laughs> show so they don't know who they're expecting yeah so guys can you know um reach out if they watch it and then tell me who they think it is or like who it is i rewatched speaking of thrones and joffrey I rewatched Game of Thrones, like obviously That's on my list to rewatch, leading up to the final season, because obviously I, I was hyped for the final season. <laughs> um, so I rewatched it, and I was surprised how much I still hated Joffrey. Like you know how when you're rewatching, you think it won't hit you as much anymore. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh, I still hate this guy. This guy is terrible. <laughs> he's still terrible. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe how much I still hate this guy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very. 
I don't. I think this, I don't want to make it a Game of Thrones thing, but like I've, I've, I think I told Obi a few weeks ago. I'm very interested to see how like the Game of Thrones legacy might be in a in a few more years. They did say something about continuing from another. Oh no, they're doing they're doing spin-offs and, and okay, like okay. They're, they're doing one on like the Targaryen like years Spin-off before and never stuff like as that. Good as the whole thing, but let's see. Yeah, I'm but I'm just I'm just I don't know if looking back when we're talking about Game of Thrones and best shows of all time. I don't know if that final season would, like in five years time, would that final season still hurt it as much or people would be like, you know what, let's look at it different. I don't know. Personally, it's, very, it's very interesting. I didn't hate the final season like that. I hated the final episode. The final episode, yeah. The final season was a bit rushed, but there were, were high moments for me. I, but the I final think, episode was just BS. I think the final season crumbles, on popular opinion, but I think it crumbles in like the last two or three episodes. Yeah, I, something like that. I think the first Couple. I think the first one is really good because it's just like Game of Thrones, just writing dialogue and just talking. I at least at the moment, because obviously I'm not someone that was focused on the book law and what was going on in the book. So I liked the the battle when I watched it. I was like, oh, this is this is interesting. I like that it was Arya that stood. But then when you start once once the battle ended, I was like, yeah, this 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 show is it, it just went off. I was like, what are, what are yeah. you guys doing? The whole Daenerys thing was just. So I think the last two or three episodes. But again. Game of Thrones had this thing where for maybe the first five or six episodes, it was like five five or six seasons, it was very like it was just very good. Like the dialogue writing was very good, everything was very smart. And they were like, you know what, we're gonna leave being smart and we're just gonna be fun. And I think season seven was very fun, even though it had no logic. Like we talk about how quickly are people running from from dragons to the wall. There's no logic there, but it's fun. And then yeah. the last half of season eight was just neither fun nor no, like logical. Just like, what are you guys doing here? Mm, honestly, I don't want to like remember Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't know why I brought it up. I, I might cut it off. Yeah, that's the like <laughs> I, I've seen I'm it. Rewatching it for sure. Why? Like, why would you want to like you know do that to yourself? But the no, first seven seasons are still it. very I good, though. It. I really enjoyed it. Uh, nah, I tell me, Chris. I tell me, if you go back and reward the first seven seasons, you will enjoy it. No, it's the thing of now that I know what's to come. It's like okay, uh, it's like that same build up again, only to be let down. Like I literally could not believe my eyes that I was watching that final season. Yeah. Like it was such a let down. Like there were so many things I kept asking myself, why, how, like. So I don't know, man. Do your sister does it. Just watch everything and then leave it to the last season. <laughs> no, 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 no. I finished it. Like no, no. I he's saying he's saying do what do what Victoria does and just like <laughs> oh, don't oh, watch oh, it nah, by nah, now. Nah. No, no, no. Like ah. Uh, Okay. I mean, if I rewatch it, that's probably what I would do. I mean, I, I love How I Met Your Mother and I did not like the final season or the ending. So I've rewatched like the first few seasons a lot of times. Neither did I. That was another one. Ended, let me down. Like, yeah. So... Have you been through seasons or trying I mean, to find who the mother is? Do, do you know how many times I've rewritten that game of, um, How I Met Your Mother final season in my head? I have rewritten it. I've thrown episodes away. I've like redrafted. I'm like, <laughs> this is how... I, I can go into a whole... This episode can be about me rewriting How I Met Your Mother final season because I, I know how they should have done it. I don't know why they did it the way they did it. But, like, I've rewatched lots of the first few seasons many times, but I just never get it. I never rewatched last season because, no, mm. no, thank you. Yeah, so, okay, obviously, Christopher's recommendation is The Shield. I wonder if we're going to find The Shield to watch. That's, like, such a deep cut. It's on Prime, though. Like, all the seasons are on Prime. Oh, okay, so. fair enough. Okay, yeah. um, Liam, do you have a recommendation? Apart from the ones, obviously... Snowfall ah. is up. 
You see, the wire is this. You know, with the wire, uh, there's the so wire, many people. The wire, you feel like your wires. Oh my nah, god! Listen, listen, the wire, yeah. Because I'm trying to throw this out here because there's so many people, especially of our generation and maybe even a bit younger, that never caught onto it. Because it's an old show. It's a really old show. But I don't think people understand how great it is because I've been seeing like debates about the wire and snowfall, and I'm like. I'm like, guys, do you understand? By, by you've been seen, do you mean just on this podcast? That's the, this is the only place that has, <laughs> that has said that. <laughs> I've seen I've seen around. People are saying, ah, oh, Snowfall is great. I'm like, guys, do you not understand? Snowfall stands today because of The Wire. <laughs> yeah, but does that, does that mean it can be greater? Like, not, uh, LeBron stands because of MJ, but can LeBron not be better than greater, MJ? He's not greater. Please, please, he's not, please, no, no, I'm, I'm not saying he's greater. I'm saying that he, then, no, no, wait, wait, wait. He's not. Jesus <laughs> Christ, I'm, I'm probably like, hit a nerve. I'm not saying he's greater, but I'm saying, can he not be greater because he stands in shadows of, like, he stands on his shoulders? It can of, be. It can maybe, be. But I don't even need to watch Snowfall to know that it's not better than the wire. Thank like, you. <laughs> you can't. When you're stealing content it. and ideas from something and learning, you can't really yeah, okay, do that. Well, here's, okay, here's the thing. And I think I said it before when we talk about Snowfall and why. I don't think Snowfall is better than the wire. I'm not going to make that argument. I'm still finding it very difficult to finish the wire. And I think it's because, look, like you said, I 100%, 100% understand why the wire is a great show and why it's like, I understand why it made the impact it did. But unfortunately, I've watched a lot of shows that have done what it's doing right. So that's already in my head. So the way uh-huh. the way you're thinking now that Snowfall is stealing from The Wire, right? Even though I know The Wire came first, I'm like, I've seen this on so many other shows before. So it's more difficult to appreciate it as much. I don't... First of all, may I ask how far you've gotten with The Wire? So let me just know... Yes, like, that's very... I feel like I don't, I feel how like far I have you gotten? I feel like I don't want to say... Ex- no, expose yourself. It's your podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, so expose yourself. <laughs> expose yourself, please. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on season three. I'm on season three. Jesus. You're, no, you're on season three. Okay. That, I don't understand. I only no, five that, seasons. Not like I'm on season that's one. That's actually fair enough. Man. No, yeah, like, like that. No, that's actually fair enough. No, but he, then, no, he was he was in like season three, like six months ago. Yeah, so, Liam, <laughs> okay, no, wait, okay. Have, yeah. Have we have we played FM in that period? No. That's the show you kind of free time I don't have. So, uh, <laughs> but the, my thing about The Wire is that the way I can watch, like, for example, I didn't watch Snowfall for a while and I'm just watching, like, yeah. maybe one episode a day or whatever. I don't want to do that with The Wire. Like, I want to watch The Wire when I know I have enough time to finish a season. Because for me, for the first season, I did it for the first season, I watched it around and I was like, I, I'm not enjoying this. So I went back and I rewatched it, like, properly as a binge. And I don't know if it's the way it's set up or because it's old, but that was better for me. So I don't want to watch the show when I know I'm not going to, like, mm. I'm not going to be free in three days' time. So I want to watch it when I know I can commit. It's a show you got to focus as well. Yeah, you exactly. Have, yeah. Like, one more question. What? You said you've watched other shows. You said you've watched other shows that, like, give you the same vibe about the same things. May I know which shows, like, give you, like, that? Yes, same? please. Like, may I know the shows that I'm have not, done the same thing that the wire is doing? I'm not, like, well... I'm not sure. I'm not sure that question. <laughs> yeah, that was in my mind. As well. like, wait, what <laughs> I don't know which shows that could because be. I don't have. Yeah, but I don't have the answers on my on my fingertips. That's why. So I'm not. I'm not gonna like call call any random shows. But like, it's like, what does the wire do? Great. Like, I'm not. I'm not. This is not like saying like it does things. But in your mind, like, what would you say the wire does very well or great? Great. Um, the wire. 
it depends on your personality. It, it gives you the chance to think what side you want to be on. Do you want to be, do you want to be on the, with the, like the force, the feds and stuff, or do you want to be with the bad guys? And the, I think with, with the wire. The feds are the bad guys. Fury, uh, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. But you, you know this, how it goes. This podcast doesn't stand with cops. <laughs> no, okay. See, see, the, the, like the thing is, I don't want to start waxing lyrical about the wire because I can't see going for it. But all I will say is, first of all, like no other show that you are going to watch, the wire does a good job of showing you how everything like in the show is linked. Like you might think, oh, this happened in season one, episode one. And it has no bearing on the rest of the show, oh, but then it sure comes correct. back. It comes back in like season three, episode Chris. three, and you're like, "Oh wow!" Like this, like you know, you know, this insignificant thing that happened. I thought it was nothing. It just goes like I don't know now. Is this something also, like? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Finish. finish. Yeah. Now and also, it's just like a very real show. Like it doesn't give you any BS. Like it doesn't like. There's no like you know, uh, what's that word? Like it doesn't give you any like wins where like you know how sometimes like a show gives like the audience yeah you know just like a win because you know okay i'm watching this show and i'm looking for this moment like it doesn't have any romantic payoffs for like the viewers just for the sake of it being there like it's an authentic show yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i don't know man see if you haven't watched that show now you see now you haven't watched tv those i like your point chris those two things that you that you just said right those are very strong points and i understand what you're saying but at the same time even though i can't think about the shows in my in my head right now i know i've experienced those things in other shows like i've been watching a lot of shows for the past maybe 10 years like a lot of shows that are very like yes 100 they took inspiration from the wire i'm not nobody's arguing with that but like i've obviously those things are just two things i just said about having deep payoffs or being very real and just like being very honest with the viewers and stuff like that i've seen them in a lot of shows over time even shows that you might not might not think like they were in like comedies or sitcoms or like fucking out uh-huh. fucking atlanta so like it's like <laughs> it, it, it's understand so like i said i only try to preface this when i talk about the wire i 100 percent understand the hype and i understand its place i'm not saying it's not as good as it is i just say like for me there are other things that like have given me the same same rush so is that is that okay are you guys are you guys angry with me are you guys gonna stay for the rest of this <laughs> No, no. You just need. You just need to finish the. You just need to finish the show, please. I will. I, will I, I mean, I need to finish the show. Then after that, I need to get to to Sopranos, which is something else on my list. Wow, that's another. Wow. I know that's on that Chris staple. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's on the. I'm going to just shake my head. So, Chris, uh, before we leave, just so the wire or uh, what do you call it, Breaking Bad. I haven't seen Breaking Bad. Get out of here, man! I'm looking at the, <laughs> at the way you're talking. <laughs> Wait, what? Look at the way you're talking, man. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the way you're talking about wow. the wire. Wow. Obviously, Breaking Bad. At least, Bad. Bre- me, about shows, you At know? least Breaking Bad happened while I was conscious. I was I was <laughs> television conscious when Breaking Bad. So I was able to watch that. You, yeah. Same as you. I've been that uni, man. I loved it. <laughs> Never watched, no, have you not watched Breaking Bad? Oh, seriously, no, seriously, exactly. seriously, seriously, seriously. How have you not? I, I, I was, I'm late. You see me, I'm, I'm quite late to shows because I don't watch it when everyone's watching it because I, I don't know, I have this ego in my head. Like, ah, oh, if you, I don't want to do it when everyone's doing it. <laughs> when I do eventually sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to watch the show. I binge things like Breaking Bad was one of them. I started that in uni about four years ago. I binged that in a whole summer. Um, the Wire, but I've got an elder brother, so he put me onto that years ago. Yeah, I mean, no, see, it's not a case of I don't read Breaking Bad. It's literally just a case of, like, 
first of all, I actually wasn't into TV until maybe like uh, the start of A levels, and then I always plan on watching Breaking Bad because obviously, like I'd heard all the rave reviews. So back in the age of you know um, illegal streams and illegal downloads, I literally had the complete season in HD on like on my hard drive. Honestly, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I had, I had a hard drive. <laughs> yeah, like it's probably still on, on that hard drive. Like as we speak, I've literally just not had time to watch it. Like, and I, you know, something will come up. Like, okay, like let, let me start this show. I would definitely get to it. Like, it's not a case of I'm not going to watch it, but just like just one day I have to sit down and look. Yeah, let me watch Breaking Bad. And we're back. And of course, I brought in my. To United fans, <laughs> that heavy side. Wow, <laughs> can't believe I'm doing this. I feel like I'm I'm disappointing like 2008 Bancole by having this on the podcast. But here we are. Here we are. Film and TV supersedes football. We don't talk about football on this podcast, to be honest. So this podcast is only good vibes, and the team that we support has nothing. But, but both, of our teams that we, both the teams that we support has no good vibes. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I feel as I feel like as a United fan, you there's like there's a bit oh, of there's, there's the a final the other day, man. There's no good vibes. Yeah, but there's a sliver of hope on the horizon. The, uh, slight, yeah. slight. But look, I can't speak about United in public, man. So <laughs> I'll just keep quiet. Yeah, cause I just get angry, man. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're here to talk about the new Alex Ferguson documentary, Never Given, on Amazon Prime. It's directed by his son, um, Jason Ferguson. What do you think of this of this documentary? Um, yeah, it was a very interesting documentary because before I had watched it, I assumed it was going to be like, you know, success orientated. Mm-hmm. He's going to talk about United mm-hmm. and da 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 But I, from watching the documentary, I didn't realize how... Um, incredible his stint was at Aberdeen Mm. how successful he was in Scotland as a manager and also as a player a couple other things I didn't realise that he was actually quite good Mm. you know you know sometimes you have these managers that weren't obviously nowadays all the managers that are are becoming managers are serious ex-players Lampard's Gerrard's winners of everything Mm. but before that you was having the Guardiola's that was all right, and you know Mourinho who played football in like in reserve how bad was Pep? Because I thought he was really good, but recently I've been Pep wasn't he was, a bad player. He like, wasn't bad. He was good. Like, he was, he was, he was, but he wasn't like. Was you know. bad. That's why you stuff with Barca. Yeah, that's why I thought he was like. I thought he was well, not the bush case of his time, but like a little bit lower. But people are making it seem like he's the. I don't even know who to compare him to. The McTominay of his time, probably. <laughs> probably, yeah. Like that, that's how people yeah. are making it seem, and I don't know if that's true. Is that accurate? That's how I feel like it was. I didn't. His name didn't have a big buzz like that. Fair enough. Imagine McTominay becomes like a treble winning manager. <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue. I cut you off. No, no, it's cool. So no, it was uh, it was very interesting because I didn't realize also like how good of how like decent he was as a player, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So those were those were two things that highlighted from the documentary from for me, his success before United. And obviously his playing career and his also like his personal life as well. Yeah. Um, do you know what's highlighted for me in that documentary? His voice. Like I suddenly I was like, I've never heard this guy speak before. I was like, Really? I was like, oh my god, I do not know how this guy I was surprised with how he sounded. I was like, I don't know how this guy sounds. What is going on? 
No, nah, as a United fan, and when I'm hearing all these press conferences all the time, I know how he speaks. Yeah, it's like second nature to me. Like, oh yeah, that, maybe that's maybe I just rally. hated. Obviously, I hated United. Maybe I just stayed away from like press conference. I know I did not like that speech that he gives to United to the stadium when he's retiring. I didn't watch that. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm not. Of course, I'm a hater. Yeah. I don't understand. You, you make it seem like that's like that's surprising. I, I, I was there throughout Arsene Wenger's whole stint. I know how he sounds. I know it. I was there, man. Yeah, but it's. Well, anyway, let's not get to that. Chris, what did the yeah. documentary mean to you? How did you feel yeah. about it? Kind of like Liam, I guess it gave me like it didn't give me what I expected, but mm-hmm. it still gave me something like all the same. Man, because mm. I went into it, I was thinking kind of like Liam, yeah, you know, it's going to be about success, like all like his ex players come to talk about, you know, like the type of manager he was, like why he was such a winner, this and that. So, because I didn't know what it was going to be about, but then when you watch it, it's kind of like gives you kind of like a context to like his life, basically, you know, like just like yeah. backstory, like him growing up, like what like drove him to you know you kind of see like what actually made him tick yeah i guess that's what if you don't like if you watch it i think that's what like you get out of it like Mm -hmm. what made him tick like his management philosophy quote unquote so i think that's what you get if you watch documentaries i don't know what i thought going in um because actually i don't know what i thought the documentary was going to focus on but i didn't think because i think this is the first documentary on ferguson right because it kind of felt like a first documentary on ferguson yeah, because I I thought yeah. it was going to focus on maybe a particular time of his life or maybe post-retirement or whatever. But it, the fact that he went all the way back to growing up and his stint as like an apprentice, I was like, oh, is this like the first time Doc- Ferguson's doing a documentary? Because like it was like very in-depth and like I was like, oh, this is, yeah. this did not, yeah, it was not what it's, I expected. It was quite weird in fact, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. it's just like, for as great as he's been for all the years, it's like, what, are we only getting a documentary yeah, now? Guys the are retiring. First time in 2021. That... And we'll get a documentary next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's just weird to me. I was like, fair enough. Um, as, well, as United fans and as two football fans who obviously went on to have football podcasts, what does, without obviously <laughs> trying to psychoanalyze or going too deep, what does like Sir Alice Ferguson mean to you guys? Oh, he's a, he's a, he's a, <laughs> I don't even want to sound mad, but he's a very, he has a very special place. Yeah, no, I can in imagine. My, in my heart, man. Like, he's my gaffer, isn't it? He's, he's my, he's, when I think of my a manager, he's the person I think of. Like, yo, that's, mm. that's my guy, Sir Alex. Especially how it tied in. I like how they tied in with his, um, his brain hemorrhage as well. Cause I didn't know they was going to do that mm. in the documentary. Mm-hmm. And just on that perspective of when I heard the news when it happened, I was just like, what? No. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because of someone that I've followed for so long and it's been that successful, especially for a team that I hold close to my heart, it was something like, I look at it as, as a guy that is like, you know, untouchable. He's, you live forever in a sense because he's just like, you've been successful. You you keep defying the odds and keep being great. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you feel like they'll continue to be like that. Yeah. and Because not only is he... The um the United manager for your entire like United career like like his yeah. entire manager for your entire life, right? Like yeah, yeah. for me as an Arsenal fan, obviously there is Wenger, but they're like people talk about George Graham, right? Because that's not that long ago. Like Ian Wright played under George Graham. Nobody can talk about the person that was before Ferguson. Well, I don't I even know his name. Time. I forget it all the time. Oh, I, I, it's, uh, Ron. I actually have to Google it right now. Ron Atkinson, big Ron man. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's a Bro. deep cut. Yeah, 
Chris, what about you? What is ah man? What Fergie means to me, man. Greatness, winning, oh my leader, okay. elite mentality. I didn't fearless. know. I didn't know we're doing the propaganda. No, piece. I don't, no, no. It's, like it's not even a hype up. Like that. That's that's what it means to me. Like yeah. he gave me as a fan. He gave me ultimate confidence. Like, even when he was irrational confidence. Like I believed in 09. I mean, to be fair, 09 we had a chance. But in 2011, I believed that we had a chance against Barca, even when we had no chance. Like. Like that's what Fergie yeah, meant to me. Right, like, it. like it, like you know, because the typical like United thing, especially in like the late two thousands, was we would start like the season slow, and mm-hmm. I'll be ranting, and you know, I'll be going crazy. But then it's like Fergie would always give you that calm, like yeah, like don't worry, like once it gets to you know um, November, December, that's when we'd kick off. Like I always had faith. Like I feared no evil, man. <laughs> so like that's what he meant to me, man. <laughs> nah, he's, he was a winner. No he was a winner. I, I can't know evil, man. <laughs> what do you remember about Saturday, 5th of May, 2018? Ambulance service. My dad is uh, collapsed. The greatest British manager ever. What's his name, please? Alexander Ferguson. I was crying, you know, because I don't remember a thing. He just put his head in his hands and went, oh, I hope there's nothing on my memory. There better be nothing on my memory. And then he just started telling me these stories. It's a fact of life and where we come from is important. I come from Govan. I'm a Govan boy. My apprenticeship as a toolmaker helped me, I think, in understanding people. In Glasgow, the Rangers and Celtic. People had the knife in Alec for obvious reasons. Cathy was Catholic. I went off the rails a bit. My dad, that's when we fell out. I've always regretted that. But the football was the saviour. Ferguson! He was determined that he would go on and prove himself. I had my own philosophy about management. A player can do it himself. Players are only part of a team. The manager's in control of that. The camera shot has strained at the first appearance of the new boss. Manchester United have won nothing since 85. I just said, Dad, I don't think you're going to be successful. Adversity, when it happened, Cathy, she sacrificed to support me 100%. What a patience. 53 years married to me. <laughs> You've got this reputation as this fearsome character. Absolutely. He knew exactly what I needed. It's why I work so hard. If you want to be a proper manager, you have to know them all. All these different stories. This is the place where they've created gods. Obviously, emotionally, you guys quite like documentary do you would you i don't have to put this now but would you recommend documentary as a piece of like movie watching apart from obviously if i was a united fan but like um of course it's one of them ones for a football fan you should dive into it mm. because if you're a fan of football then you you understand what sir alex ferguson means to football and winning and success and stuff and seeing the origin of how it all started is is very important Especially for these aspiring managers, I still have mm. faith that I'll be managing in the Prem one day. Not we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> I play too much football manager, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I feel like I would recommend for people to watch. I wouldn't say, like, if you're not a fan of football, you're not really going to understand what certain things mean. Mm. Like the, a guy winning a, a European trophy with Aberdeen, you'll be just like, oh, you wouldn't understand that that's shouldn't be mm. done <laughs> you just go okay yeah he won do you know what I mean yeah I think it's kind of it, it's 
it's a documentary made for a particular subset of people. Yeah. And mm. I think that's mainly United fans, and then obviously we can expand into like general, just general football fans. Honestly, I wouldn't even see. I wouldn't even say mainly United fans because I didn't feel like when I watched the documentary, apart from like the end, like when you end up watching it and finishing it, you realize like there's not much content about United like that. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, as in, like the you first see more about Scotland experience more. Yeah, but I think the first draw is is Ferguson. United fans, you're you're, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna want to click on that, and then I mean, it's, I don't know why it's weird. I don't I don't think there's been much. Like I follow a few like football sites and stuff. I don't think anyone's actually talking about this documentary. I don't know if like not really, no. So it's weird. I don't know if it's like just gone under the radar because obviously times are weird. But it's, I mean, my thing for I don't I'm not really that much of a fan of documentaries, but I think when I see a documentary that is directed by the subject's son, I'm like. Uh, Okay, what are we? What are we actually coming to talk about? Are we just? You would think he would paint his dad in the best of images, but there was moments where, when you watch it, you're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. Sir Alex, you're kind of like, excuse my friend, you're kind of fucked. Like, what the? How'd you do that?" There was a moment where they want to cut, yeah. yeah, Aberdeen. They want to cut against Celtic or or Rangers, I think one of them, and the guy had a had an interview after saying it was the worst performance he's seen his team play. You just won, Manky. FM, you know when you win a cup or you win oh, a big game? Oh, they're all passionate, they're all passionate oh. answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, well done. You can't... The guy was just... They won a cup. You just won a cup. Yeah. He's having an interview, interview saying, ah, oh, that's the worst performance we've ever played. It's absolutely poor. Only two players played. I'm like, bro, you just won. <laughs> yeah, he's had moments he have, like that. I don't know if he would have done that 30 years later. Even if that was what he felt like. I just... Oh. Yeah, I think that's a bit of naivety there. He just wants to, like, would he say that if United are beating Barcelona, playing terrible football or whatever, would he have said? No, nah, but I feel like that happened in his earlier days of management. Yeah. So he probably was learning. I'm saying it was a bit, was a bit, a bit of naivety up. there. I don't think he would have said that 30 yeah. years later and everything. But yeah, it it doesn't paint him all the way because obviously you think, oh yeah, it's directed by his son, so we're gonna paint him to be that. You see, like the Michael Jordan documentary, <laughs> like Jesus, the, the Michael Jordan home video. That's my documentary. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, shout to answer your question. Um, you asked if it was like I just had the movie. I, I yeah. wouldn't say that. Like bringing up like the uh, last dance, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's that. Like it's it's, it's not like a theatrical documentary. Mm-hmm. It's, like yeah, no. it's if you just. It just t- gives me like the facts, basically. Like mm. it's just like that's basically what it does. Just it's literally just like that. There's no, you know, like there, there are no like big um suspenseful moments or anything. Like there's no high drama or anything. So uh, maybe like someone who isn't like a f- football fan might not appreciate it. But in terms of you know for like a football fan, I yeah, I think that's the, a lot of non-basketball fans obviously really like the last dance. And I don't know if I can say the same would happen for this documentary, but. I think if you're listening to, I mean, if you've clicked on this episode, you're probably a football fan. And I think, yeah, like it's what, it's an hour, 40 minutes. Go and watch the documentary. It's, I still can't believe this is the first Alex Ferguson documentary. That just seems very weird to me. Same. Yeah, go watch it. Go find out about his life and growing up in Scotland. And I like that all the pictures of, all the videos and pictures of Ferguson growing up are all in black and white. I'm like, did this guy grow up in the 1800s? What's going on? Any, any final thoughts on the documentary? I, I enjoyed it, man. I really did. Especially, I think the main highlight for me was the the knowledge I learned from his stint in Scotland. As a United mm-hmm. fan, I know everything he's achieved. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I know everything. 
even before I was born. But <laughs> but what he did in Scotland and then how he transformed the team he took over and, you know, like they were in a, still now, they're in an era of where it's, if it's not Celtic, it's Rangers. Obviously for the last 10 odd years, it's only been Celtic, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? And he picked, grabbed Aberdeen who didn't have, didn't even have a training ground. <laughs> Strong didn't even have staff sometimes to win leagues, to win cups, to win a, a European trophy. I think for me, when I f- like properly learned about that, I thought I found that was incredible, you know. And as great as he's been at United, which he's has been marvelous, that what he's done in Scotland can't be overshadowed. Like I look at Sir Alex now, like not just of what he did for United. Now I'm like, yo, <laughs> like. As a manager, this guy was deep. Like in Scotland, he dominated. He done his thing. So now I don't think of just you know United when I think of Sir Alex. I also think of what he done in Scotland and how he changed the whole team there. Mm. Yeah. Well, obviously, like I said, I was going to come in with my Arsenal glasses, my Arsenal hater glasses on this episode until I watched the documentary. And I was like, oh, this documentary is it's not the right place. It's a bit too sentimental for me. So. There's nothing to hate, like uh, yeah. There's actually, there's actually nothing to, to say. Like, there's nothing to hate, man. It was just like I don't know, man. It was just like just like Liam said, man. It was just it was, it was good to see. Like literally, if you watch the documentary, I think you literally understand like what makes Ferguson Ferguson. Because mm-hmm. like a lot of minor things, obviously, like you would not really have known if you didn't watch. Like for example, the whole I obviously like, I've heard about it and stuff, but I never knew how like intense like like the hatred between Celtic and um Rangers was in mm-hmm. terms of. Or like or even like when um he got married and because his wife was a Catholic, like that just basically put them off, you know, like towards um him, even though he was like a Rangers player, the fact that his wife was Catholic, like people he became like the scapegoat for when they lost. So like I think that's kind of actually probably what drove him for like his whole career. So like just small yeah. things like that that you probably wouldn't know, you know, just without watching that, or unless maybe like you I don't know, had done some extensive research into his background. So before we leave here, obviously you guys are football podcasters, as the as the yep. streets say. Quickly, just quickly, one word predictions. Who are you guys going for for the Euros? It's coming home. It's coming <laughs> <in>. <laughs> this is this is my problem. I said one word. This one's like a single. I'm sorry, man. I just had oh. to speak it, man. I, so you're, I, are, are you going? Time, are you going England? Yeah, I, I don't want to, man. I'd, I'd actually, I don't even want to say a team. I just don't want to be disappointed. I just want to go there. Uh, just... I'm, I'm putting a record yeah. as England then. Yeah, go on. Chris, go on. Chris, Chris, what are you? <laughs> you uh, Italy, man. Italy? Oh, that's a... That's a... That course, man. Is that like, who you obviously... want? Is that who you want or is that oh, who you think is going to win? I can't decide who I want to win, but I think uh, Italy is a good... They have like as good a chance as anyone, man. They, 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 they might have the best uh, midfield in, in like the whole tournament. We'll see what happens. Really? So yeah, there are the, the three will be what? Verratti, Verratti Marella, and uh, Lucatelli, Jorginho? Marella, probably. Jorginho doesn't start? Honestly, who knows what they'll do, boy. Where's my Where's my FM boys? Bastoni, Tanali, It might be Esposito. It might be a year too, too early for those guys. I'm going to safe option. I'm going France. I... That's very safe. Safe, but it's also what I think is good. I think they're going to win because there's a reason they had the safe option. Benzema's gonna mess up squad harmony. Oh no, I, I think Benzema is 
I think Jude is gonna is gonna bounce Benzema very soon. Like I just think after a while, like you know, she will just start this game. Um, but it's Benzema. Like you know, if he get, if he clicks, yeah, if he clicks, it'll be dangerous. He clicks. So like yeah. that, if they, if he clicks for the yeah. French team, that just takes a World Cup winning team an extra gear. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm a strong England hater. Like very strong England hater. <laughs> wow. Like four of us went to watch England Colombia in a Colombian bar. That kind of England hater. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. So, but saying that, if it comes that England wins this this Euros, guess who's going to be in the streets waving waving the flag and shouting? <laughs> Look at your shame. Ask around. I don't have shame, man. <laughs> you cannot shame the shameless. Uh, <laughs> point him out, the fake fan. Here's the thing. I, I cannot explain to you how I'm much... Weak. Of, I think my, my problem with England started from the press. That was my problem with the England national team. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's so the press. And then not only the press, like it starts obviously the press is um, how they treat the black players, Sterling and, and them lot, right? Then it became uh, them yeah. just being, it's just how the press was just very naive. And like, even just like Champions League, when, they, when a Premier League team is playing like a, another team and they're like acting like this team is, is shit. Like, so that kind of thing. Yeah, they it do that. that. They and then do it's that. like they now become very pompous and like naive. I'm like, oh, we're gonna win. So that makes me annoyed. I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna be anti-England. So I became anti-England. I, I like a lot of the players on the team. That's the problem. That's literally how I am, man. But I'm like, I hate I hate you guys. I'm gonna It's the media that affects me when I when it comes to supporting. Yeah, people. exactly. It's the media. I, I don't it's not as if I hate English players. I just I just it's the media. But like I said, if they win, I don't want to be the one person in my room shouting at the window and everybody's celebrating on the streets. <laughs> I'm gonna join them. Old man yells at cloud. <laughs> I, say, I don't want to be joining the cloud. Everybody's having fun. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna be like, yes, England, it's coming home. Um, it's coming home. It's the three lions. It's sixty-six all over again. Everything they want to say, I'll say to them. Um, but yeah, um, Christopher, mm-hmm. go watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> See, it's just because I haven't gone into depth. Trust me, I have a very extensive list of shows I need to get to. So it's not as if I don't read Breaking Bad. Trust me, I read it. It's just I have so many shows to watch, like tons and tons of shows I've never started. So I'll get to Breaking Bad, man. I finally got like a year or two late. late. I finally got around to watching Dave. Have a watch that. Have a um, Oh, wait. Do you guys know Lil Dicky, the rapper? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, his show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Liam, do you know him? Yeah, yeah but I haven't watched the show, though. Yeah, so that's his show, dude. Lil Dicky is from, uh, it's from my favorite place in America, Philadelphia. Why team I support everything. Really? That's yep. so random. Why'd you say, why? Yes. Why? It's like Philly, innit? <laughs> he just picked Philly just like that, just randomly. Yep. So that's... I support the Eagles. I support 76ers. That everything. makes no sense to me. You just, so why, you, why? What makes you like, why do you like Philly? I don't know. I just picked. I just picked a state in America, and I just went with it. <laughs> That's actually pretty random, man. You know, what? I like Rocky Balboa. I did. I, uh, I love it. I named my dog after him. So, so nothing about nothing about Fresh Prince. Nothing. Ah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Relax. I let kept me, on waiting. Land. I was like, "Where is that coming? Yes, Where is that coming?" <laughs> Fresh Prince as well. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to edit it and put Fresh Prince first? No, 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 no. Let it be authentic. Let it be authentic. I forgot. Um. Yeah. Look. Thank you guys so much for coming. Hopefully, we'll have you guys on later on a non-football episode. I don't want to, I don't want to box you. I don't want to 
stereotype you guys. I don't want to box you Listen, guys. Listen, I'm very versatile, Banky. You know I've been waiting so, for Liam, a very long time. So, Liam, I have a one-minute one segment here where I'm just going to let you... Obviously, you've been complaining that I've done episodes that you wanted to be on. So, do you want to just... You know, just say your piece on any of the episodes that you wanted to be on that I didn't invite you on. Just for either the Denzel episode or the Invincible episode or just go say your piece. Plus, you said you have a Denzel impression, so I want I would like I to hear that. You I said it. I have the receipts. Ah. <laughs> Listen, the one that hurt me the most, yeah, was the the Denzel one. Because I don't think there's a Denzel film I haven't watched twice. <laughs> What's your favorite Denzel film? You can't do that to me. You can't do that to me. I, I love I love a lot of them. Training Day, I like um American Gangster. Whoa. Whew. Uh John Q. John Q is one of your favorite Denzel films. Bruh, man, I like it, man. Talk about <laughs> depressing. Jesus Christ. Bro, man, versatility. Oh no, yeah, he's a great actor. I'm just saying the film is very depressing. It is, but it's the game, isn't it? <laughs> so that one was the one I needed to be on. And Invincibles, oh my God. I didn't even know you were going to do a podcast. I didn't even know you were watching Invincibles to, to listen, in my defense. I knew, I was, I, listen, you see with Invincibles, I was waiting before it even came out to watch it. Yeah, well, I didn't know. Next time, just, yeah. just let, all you need to do is ben, let me know you're going to episode. No, you ask me, just ask me, man. I can just ask you about every single show. I'm like, oh, Liam. Oh. Are you Which one else hurt me? You did one on Snowfall, you know? Ugh, bro, I, me and you wait, had this no. Also, nah, wait, no. I, I did on Snowfall before you had even started watching Snowfall. No, 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 yeah, no, no. I told you about Snowfall no. after I recorded it. No, you didn't. No, you did not. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the reason it was in my head. I've got receipts as well. I told you about Snowfall, so I know when I told you about Snowfall. It was, yeah, no. We've got worry. receipts. We can we can schedule something. You can, you'll be back, don't worry. Yeah, next season, isn't it? I'm there. Well, yeah, Chris, Liam, like I said, it's an open invitation. If you want to come, just let me know. Yep. And we'll make the yeah, we'll make it work. No worries. So, um, if I may say one more thing, just of course, of course, one more reason to watch the Shield, right? <laughs> no, I know, I know, like they're just like this, uh, you would think he's a director or no, 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 like they're no, just like they're just like a random thing, it, like, like Jesus. no, they're just like a random thing. Basically, yeah. the Shield, like. Over the course of, I think it's seven seasons or six mm-hmm. seasons, like I can't mm-hmm. remember. There were at least like a hundred cameos of diff- like everyone is everyone is natural at, at some point. Like I don't oh, yeah. have like a proper role, like a cameo role. Like I was just seeing faces from like so many different shows, like um Forrest uh, Whitaker. He plays a role in in one season. Really? Um, what's uh the the the, the lady who plays uh, Jessica Pearson in Suits, like? She oh, was, yeah, but she was, yeah, she was actually his wife. Um, so many like I saw there were so many cameos. I'm like, oh, like this, like this person was here, that person was here. So that's just one. Just trying to see all the hidden gems you can spot if you watch the shield. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, you guys heard him. Go watch. Go watch the shield. Um. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get out of here because you know what? There's a there's a Euros game about to start. So let's go watch that. Oh, and. Yeah. And some the streets people, are calling. Some people are. I was gonna say some people are being called by the streets. So let's <laughs> streets are calling me, man. let's let them let's let them answer that call. Um, thank you to Liam Eggs from the First Touch Ninety podcast. Where can they find your podcast, Liam? Spotify. Also, it, our Insta page as well. First Touch Ninety. 
Um, and thank you to Christopher Onubogo from the Biased Football Podcast. Where can they find your podcast? Yeah, you guys can find us uh, on Spotify, but also, to be fair, um, anywhere that you can find your podcast, Spotify, Apple, um, ETC, ETC, and you can follow us on Insta, Biased Football, and on Twitter. Yeah, so thank you to both of you. Hopefully you guys come back soon. As always, thank you to our producers, Ibukana Mani and Chinedu Heji. Thank you to my co-host, Obira Georgi Fiatu. And thank you to you guys who are still listening somehow for some reason. Um, if you like the podcast, please tell your friends about it. If you hate the podcast, please tell your enemies about it. <laughs> and um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And we'll be back next week when we're joined by Oscar winner, Arsenal fan, Daniel Kaluuya. Bye, guys. Yeah, that's that's what I realized because I've watched The Wire three times now. <laughs>